Hello and welcome to Roleplay Rejects, where we play new and unusual tabletop role-playing games. This season we are playing City of Mist, a noir-style game where myths and legends inhabit human hosts, for better or for worse. It's at this moment that you start getting uh, a phone call. Like your phone's buzzing. Um, Who is it? I look. Um, it is Officer Das. I knew it'd be Officer Das. Um, do you Oops. mind sitting with him for a second? I gotta take this. Yeah. And then I, I guess I just kind of step off to the side to answer. Hey. Um, Alex, where are you? I am at Glassworks Incorporated. Uh, okay. Um, I I need you to come to the opera house. Okay. Um, okay. Right now. Um. Yes. Yes. Um. Fuck. Yeah. Uh. Come come help. Matt's hurt. Okay. I'll be right there. Um. Maybe I hang up. Fuck, dude. I guess I'll give the kid my business card. I know that's not super helpful, but like it's something, right? Yeah. And then, um, um, as as you get off the phone, you see John's eyes, and he they are wide. Oh. He knows something is up. Like you can tell, he is stressed. Um. um he starts to get up, um, and it, like shows you though. the exit, like, and and looks like he's trying to like. Tell me to go. Tell like tell you to go, but like go with you. Okay. Like he's he's trying to to go. Okay. He's okay. very stressed. Oh, I feel so bad for him. I guess yeah. he's fuck it. He's involved. We were like criminal, C- and criminal. now we're, we're sad man. Sad man. Like but, okay, we don't. I don't have time to deliberate now. I brought you here. Mm-hmm. I assume you want to come. Okay, I'm gonna make up a story for you, and then I'm gonna look to him. And I'm just gonna motion out the door, and then we're out. Still dodging tripwires, but yeah. he's probably going to end up at the crime scene again because she's the herald. He's death. So like it. Yeah. No, like, I'm saying he takes. We take him with us. Okay. Is that dumb? No. Let's do it. But let's lock him in the back of the cop car without. Like, I don't think I, we should lock him in the back of the cop car. But if he like, I, like I don't know. Is he like? Is he causing the deaths? I don't know. I don't think so. We're like, having this conversation like as we're driving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I imagine as we were getting to the car. Yeah. Um. I I guess we'll get okay. So we get in the car. I and you're I guess shotgun and he's in the back. Yeah. And I type in my phone really quick. Have you killed anyone? And he shakes his head. No. Good enough for me. Okay. What if the poisoning or whatever was him trying to knock everyone out and her so she stopped singing. Because he was worried that, like, death or whatever. Murder. I, Maybe he's not death. I still, but he's got a bunch of death tattoos. Yeah. my Well, I have... Whatever. So, above ground, I have two working theories. Okay. One is that... And, like, Martha could still not be evil, right? But mm-hmm. regardless, one is that the song puts everyone in a trance-like state. And then anyone could die at that point and no one would know why. Yeah. Um, two is that this kid might just be death. But, like, not maliciously, right? Like, he might just be, like, a personification of death. Um, which is why he's painfully aware when people die. 
Right. And maybe yeah. that's why he goes to prevent it if he can, right? Or if it's like untimely or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know though. So, because yeah. Martha says she can feel death. Mm hmm. So they're connected in some way. Obviously, we fucking know that. Okay. <laughs> I'm think I'm think I've had the same thought seventeen times. I'm just like running in a circle. Like I'm not, I know. Right? I know. Um, Above board because I know like he's cheating. He's cheating. He's cheating. I know, right? <laughs> um, that like riffs can be anything. Like Silent Night is a song. It's kind of creepy, Christmassy. Mm -hmm. Anyway, mm. that's my working theory above that... board, but I don't think I don't think Orpheus would be um, quite that locked into. There's rifts everywhere. I think bending the broken has turned Martha into a killer. You think so? Just gonna throw. That yeah, I there. think they're Ooh. also involved somehow. Oh yeah, I yeah. forgot. Find that was, out. I forgot Tuesday we found that card. Eight a.m. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out Tuesday. I forgot we had that card at all, but I do think it's also related to that. Oh my God, yeah, because like, why would? Because think That'd about be it, right? Clue. I don't know that I'm a rift, <laughs> but I go to an agency that's here just to help you with therapy-wise, maybe even like uh, introduces hypnotherapy in there, and then can just fucking activate you at any time. You don't know what the fuck you're doing because you don't know that you're a rift. They do, though. Okay. Well, I'm okay. thinking... Sounds very Delta Green of you. A little bit, Potentially. Yeah. I mean, but, maybe I've been daydreaming about that for <laughs> a every, But... I don't know, man. Because like now that we think about mending the broken, what if Martha's a red herring, right? Because everybody we that's died has a reason to be really sad, and when you're really sad, you get therapy. Oh, right. What if they what are if, dying later on, right, to heart problems? But it's mending the broken. Well, let's figure out what's going what on. If, yeah. what if Martha lets you tap into your emotions a bit more, then you go to therapy, <laughs> and then you die. <laughs> and then you're just dead. You go to therapy, and then, today's sponsor. Please get help if you need help. We're not shit talking. Oh wait, yeah, you won't well die at therapy. Indication, um, Yeah, unless you're a rift. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. The opera house. Yeah. So you guys, you guys get to the opera house. Ah. Um. Sorry, that was an opera. <laughs> No, that was more Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you see Officer Das outside. You see Matt on a stretcher being put into an ambulance. Um, and then you Sorry, Matt is Officer Das. Says, Officer Quincy. Mm -hmm. What? Matt, Matt Quincy Matt is Das's Dass. partner. partner. Okay, okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. yep. Um, And you... Um, that's kind of like what you what we roll up, up to. to, yeah. Okay. She's outside. She is outside. And She's making phone calls. Okay. He's getting put into the back of the ambulance. I'm gonna go up to her. I'll stay with him. Is he staying in the car? I, yeah, I can stay in the car with. It would make sense know. to keep him in the car because he is a prime suspect. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, so, and we don't want Das to like I'll, I'll freak go, out. Yeah, I'll go to Das first and say, "Hey, what's up?" Um, I, I, I don't. I don't know what happened. I came to check on Matt and he was, he was just, he, he collapsed and she, you can tell she is like going into shock and that's very not like her. Mm. Um, he, he, he was, he was on the floor. I, I called, I called the ambulance. Um, is anyone else here? Um, I, I mean, the, the, the audience is gathering, um, and is, that you're at the opera house. Yeah. And you can tell that there's a performance that's it's, like, there's. Is Martha performing here? She is. Damn. Um, okay. 
I, 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 I don't, I don't know what's happening, and she's just freaking out. Yeah. Okay. Um, that I have John in my car. You have him. Yeah. Wait, and she just starts crying. That doesn't make any sense. Okay. I'm. I think I can take care of this. I'm gonna try to take care of this. Um, you make sure Officer Quincy's okay. 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 And she, she like goes over to the ambulance and like tells them like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with him." Um, and you, you can see she's just shaking. She is. Were they the only officers right. here before I got here? Any other officers? Yeah. No. Just, just us. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go back to my car. I need to let John out because I think I might go crazy. So I'm gonna do that. Okay. Um, I, I'm gonna try and stay with him. With John? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Trio. Oh, I'm gonna group chat everyone really quick as well. Hey, we're at the Opera House. We might go crazy and cry and maybe collapse. Heart emoji bread, 100. <laughs> 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 um, and then, do I hear singing right now? Like, is she singing right now? No, you can tell that, like, there's kind of been like a weird pause because now there's like an ambulance outside. Okay. Um, but people are still kind of in the process of getting into their seats and okay. finding their tickets and putting their coats away and things okay. like that. I'm going to, you stay close to me. Okay. And then you, me, stay close. <laughs> and he, he nods his head. Okay. And then, um, yeah, I'm just going to like with purpose. Um, walk inside. Um, if there's like any like, may I have your ticket? I'm gonna show them my badge and then stay there with me and then continue to walk inside. Okay. Um, really, I'm just trying to find Martha as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. um, as you walk in, uh, you see the like red velvet carpet. Um, there's a pretty big staircase. They do ask for your ticket. You show them the badge. They say, oh. Okay. This is my ticket. Sorry, I don't, I don't say that. And, That's kind of um, what I assume. <laughs> they kind of show you up. There's two staircases on either side. You can tell they go to the same area. Um, you go up the right side staircase, um, and you look into the greater opera hall area um, where you can see that kind of more stadium-like seats are. Um, and no one is on stage right now. Okay. Um, okay. We need to get backstage see if we can like catch her in her dressing room before she even starts mm -hmm. um can i do i need to roll backstage knowledge or something like that i'm gonna say no to i find think, our way back there i think you have actually been to this opera house before you haven't performed okay. uh, but you have gone for class and they, they mm. did a tour of this opera house they oh, showed cool. you how the stage area worked and how the sound booth um like where the sound booth was kind of how the um structure of the opera house is created specifically to help okay. amplify sound all of that cool stuff yeah that is really cool yeah i forgot that's the thing that's like a thing in real yeah, life it's right? like it's like so <laughs> <laughs> um, um sorry so you're able to graciously kind of this. just scoot your way along the outside of the stage area okay um and there is a door that doesn't say exit that you remember being um a essentially like a secret door that gets to the backstage. They usually are used by um, singers and actors yep. to 
go from maybe like the back of the opera house to the stage. And sometimes they do that for certain shows where yep. they're trying to utilize the audience as part of the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're able to kind of slip back there. And at this point, uh, you go up a couple of steps and you're in the backstage area in the wings of the stage where all of the pulleys and levers are for the curtains. Um, there's a few props here and there for the opera that is practicing um, for their upcoming show. Uh, but you would also know that typically if it's not like a full-blown production, um, there's not going to be like a lot of extraneous things. So if she's singing tonight, she's probably just singing. She's probably got a microphone and that's about it. Um, so knowing that you look around and realize she is likely not even going to enter the stage area until right at curtain call. She doesn't have anything that she needs to get ready. Okay. Is the microphone on stage already? It is. Okay. I would like to unplug it from like back here, wherever it goes Okay. into. Yeah. Um, can you do an investigate roll for me yeah, real definitely. quick to find it? Were the people relatively normal? As we were walking through. Yeah, there, there's kind of just a hustle and bustle going on about, like, people kind of freaking out that there was an ambulance. So I hope so-and-so is okay. I mm-hmm. wonder if it was a heart attack. There's a lot of old people here type of vibes, you know, okay. little rumors. But everybody's kind of finding their seats, looking through the program. Very normal. And sorry, just before you roll, I do want to say that once I got that message from you guys... Uh, I'm headed that way. Started making your way. Yeah. Okay. I imagine it's probably a little closer to my condo, so maybe Uh, 15, 20. Which which message? The one where they said said that they were on their way to the opera house or the one where they said that they were potentially going to, what was it? Go crazy? Go crazy or whatever? Yeah. I don't know if you messaged that you were going to the opera house, did you? I no, I messaged Das that I was going oh, to. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I misunderstood that. Okay. No, no, wait. No, I didn't. Because Das told me no, to go to your You were house. on the phone. Yeah. So I didn't. I think I did message you guys. Okay. Wh- whichever the first one was. So I might already be. I would imagine arriving. that you're probably getting there about Soon, now. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, even though there's a lot of traffic with the police car, if he goes whoop, whoop then he can kind of get through traffic. Yeah, um, I have to do public transportation, which might get a little funky. Yeah, so yeah, I would imagine point. that you're probably getting there about now-ish. Okay. Because um, mm-hmm. they, they did have the whole driving their bit, the interaction with DAS. Yeah. yeah. So. Shit. Okay, so um, for this unplugging role, uh, backstage knowledge, mm-hmm. jack of all trades... And, oh, because you're looking for the microphone jack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and dexterous fingers. In case I have to go around lots of cables, find the right one, I can follow it. You know what? I will give you all three. I do <sighs> think your jack of all trades one is a stretch, but I do like the pun, so I'll, I'll <laughs> give that to you. Thank Got you, King. Um, so a nine total. A nine total. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say you're able to find it. It does take a little bit and there is a bit of fumbling just because you are, you do feel this pressure of like trying to get this done quickly. Um, and then there's an added pressure of like making sure that nobody else sees that it's unplugged by the time that 
the show does start um, because any good stage stage manager knows that like that's something that you check is to oh, even yeah. though you've probably checked multiple times that night right before curtain call you're gonna be checking once again um but you are able to find it and it, it does take a minute but um you're able to kind of hide the cord within that bunch of cords around it Little to make it yeah to make it yep. seem like it's still plugged in even though it isn't okay cool cool okay uh do you guys want to keep going onward do you, did you let them know that you're on your way hello i'm sorry <clears throat> hello um i have arrived Signed, Professor Alexander Cross. No. Oh, and I was going to try and get off work early if it was slow. That's about as much as I can. Um, I mean, it's a Saturday night. Um, that said, though, a lot of your clientele is that, like, more Fancy. posh crowd. And so, um... Okay. I'm going to roll and see if your clientele is here at the opera house and that would give you a chance to come down this way or if they're a younger crowd and have less interest in the opera. Okay. Um, Otherwise, I'm probably just going to be like, oh no, I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my tummy. Gotta go to the opera I house. I just threw up in the bathroom <laughs> um, and say it in front of customers. <laughs> so then they can't really let me stay. <laughs> so based off of the role, uh, it looks like it is a pretty normal night for you, unfortunately. Do you want to be sick? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just imagine her going up to her boss and be like, hey, I got to go home. I'm sick. You don't look sick. And she shows her fingers down her throat and just vomits on the ground. <laughs> That's some shit I would do. That's Maybe I'm projecting. <laughs> I mean, projectile vomiting. Hope, right? No, true. Oof. Yeah, I'm just gonna tell my boss, whoever's in charge of me. Okay, I'm gonna have you do a convince roll, just to see. Just don't cough while you're saying it, because then they'll think you're trying too hard to sell it. No, I'm gonna be vomiting sick. Okay, be, be like, I just threw up in the bathroom, mm. and I'm doing it in front of a customer. Seven. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see yeah, if I, I was have... gonna say, do you have anything to add to that? Um. Yeah, vomit. <laughs> Feeds up fear because you're saying it in front of the customer, so the customer is like, "Ew, I'm scared." <laughs> Ew, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a vomiting um, bartender to make my. That's spooky to me. Yeah, that's honestly. Pe well, people watching, maybe the only thing I because I was thinking like. I watch people so I know how people act when they're not feeling well. Mm. That's a stretch. Um, opportunist? I would say that one definitely counts. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, Opportune vomiting. <laughs> if I vomit right now. No, I this how I imagine it, right, is that, like, you are, like, I need to go help my friends. I also don't want to miss out on... All the cool stuff. All the, this, like, action, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And you kind of make the realization, like, oh, you know what? 
if I'm just sick, I can go home. And as you're thinking that through, you look over at your boss and you are like, okay, they're looking actually like kind of frazzled. It's kind of like a busy night. If I hit them at the right time with this, like you said, like in front of like a customer and like if I really ham this up, like they're just going to send me home, no questions asked. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where I see like the opportunistic side of it coming into play is like, okay, like I can, I see that my boss doesn't have time to grill me on why I'm sick. Um, That way I don't really even have to like create this full-fledged lie. Like I can just say like, I'm, my my stomach hurts. I was just in the bathroom and then they're going to say, go home at that point, right? Like there's also the option to like, Use some of your other powers if you would like. Oh my god, I forgot I do that. And then you'll both go home. Use your powers on yourself to make yourself vomit. On him. But then she would have to relive that. (laughs) Yeah, Even though she had lived through it during the day. (laughs) Oh god, a horrible cycle. It's not really a cycle, but just... It's a one-time cycle. All I can think of is having him imagine, like, you know, in shows when someone starts, like, retching and then everyone else starts doing it. <laughs> the whole bar. Yeah, oh, just, like, yeah. Oh, maybe make him worry imagine about that. Imagine seeing that, seeing everybody retch in a bar, and then you come back to reality and your coworker is like, I'm sick. And you're like. I'd be like, get out yeah. of here. <laughs> I'd be like, I must be psychic. Get out. You want to play rock, paper, scissors? That doesn't make sense <laughs> to everyone else. That's just only we know about that. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Okay. It's going to be like a combo. Yeah. Let's give it a try. I think we're going to count this as... I think we're going to count this as a... I think we're going to do it as a change the game. I think that's how... That's the type of role I want to go for. Um... So, uh, I don't know if fear is the right word, but feeds off fear, that kind of thing. Um, hypnotic suggestion. Mm-hmm. Suggestion. So, I yep. think that one for sure. Hypnotic suggestion. Yeah. Opportunist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say people watching, but I might be taking that in like the most literal sense, like watching to, to see if they're busy. <laughs> but so. So that's not really what people watching means. Um, yeah, I think orchestrated chaos. Say that again. Orchestrated chaos. Oh, absolutely. That's a cool. Absolutely. Power um. Yeah. Uh, not really causing a distraction in a way, but not like really. Mm-hmm. Not in I the think way you're that waiting the, for a distraction intends. more than you yeah. are creating a distraction, at least how I described so, it. If you'd like to change that, you can. Um, no. I ro- I ended up rolling seven and with the three, it would be ten. Yeah, that that's a success. Um, that, that works. Yeah, I don't... I'm trying to see if there's any... For weakness, maybe super crowded places is it like really busy or is it just like normal busy it's normal busy and i would say that in the case of you being at your bar actually yeah i have the bar between me 
Yeah, and it's like something you're used to. It's an environment that you're normally in versus like a crowded area that you don't frequent. I think that's kind of the difference there, in my opinion. All right. Yes. Okay. So 10? Mm Mm-hmm. Sick. Okay. Um, So the way I'm going to play this is we're going to have this be um, essentially uh, like a flashback of what happened. So you saw the text um, warning you guys that Alex and OP were going to go and they might not feel great afterwards. Um, Bread 100, 100. whatever. (laughs) And um, Professor Alexander Cross is like, okay, and he throws on his uh, little... My suit jacket. suit jacket. I would almost call it a sports coat, but it's not really a sports coat. It's a suit jacket. Um, and heads on out. Um, and you, Olivia, you look at the text and you go, fuck, I don't want to miss that. And so you, um, like like we kind of talk about, like create this, this plan of like, okay, I've just got to wait for the right moment to go tell my boss that I'm sick. Um, and you, you head over... And you say, hey, um, I was just in the bathroom and I'm, I'm not really feeling well. And the, the patron that your boss is talking to getting their order looks disgusted, like, ugh, get, <laughs> get her out of my sight, essentially, right? And your boss is like, okay, then why are you here? <laughs> Go home. <laughs> and oh, my poor just boss. looks frazzled, right? But is just like, obviously he can't be like, oh, stick it out when this patron is as grossed out as they are. And you you kind of like, okay, thank you. Um, and you head out. Uh, because of your proximity to the downtown opera house area, um, where, where your bar is located, it's literally like, a block down. Oh, you're shit. able to get there around the same time that Professor Cross is getting there uh, because he took public transit um, pretty much immediately, whereas you kind of had to like wait a second to get your timing right with your boss. Um, yeah. But you guys do get there around the same time. Essentially, Professor Cross texts and says, I'm here. And you are like, Hey, me too, as you're kind of pulling up um, next to him in stride. Oh, um sick. So we see Olivia kind of speed walking, texting, hey, me too. And we get to you, Olivia, seeing Professor Cross and uh, meeting up, essentially. Okay. Oh, uh, hey, Professor. Hey, uh, I suppose we should move in. I don't know necessarily how far along uh, Alex and OP are, but uh, we should definitely get uh, get moving. Okay. Uh, so now we have already um, canonized that this was a place that you went to on a school trip. Yeah. Uh, was it a university school trip? It was. Mm-hmm. Great. So I assume then I can just be like, Oh, hey, you know, Professor here. We already have a working relationship. 
Maybe I could roll for it. I think let's roll for prof- it because you are a history teacher, not a music teacher. Oh, oh, so excuse I'm me. I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just saying, it wouldn't be an automatic roll, right? Right. Or not, like, I mean, an automatic give me. You do need a roll for it is essentially what. Okay. Um, so since I'm a tenured professor, right, I have university one? access. Only um, teaching for 10 years? That's yeah, not like, how that works. <laughs> And why is it called that? I don't know. No one not... actually knows why. <laughs> knows why what? Tenured. Tenured? Oh, it's it means that uh, you, you can't get purposely fired. No, I know. But you've been teaching there for 10 years. But it's not spelled ten-yeared. It's yeah. T-E-N-U-R-E-D, That's how Latin U-R-E-D, works. I think. Yeah. Yeah, because year... Sorry, that joke. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Sorry, okay, sorry. so... Uh, university access. I'm not going to say that one because this isn't part of the university. But this it is, is though. We just no. talked about that. No, it no. was well, during a field I mean, trip. Was, no, it was just like, the opera house. It's like saying the aquarium is part of like a school. Yeah, well, yeah, the but they have like working relations. Okay. No, okay. I, I, I'm not going to give you that. But uh, I will say your tenured professor one, I will give you that one. Because okay, that, that one's technically not a, a, uh, a power tag, but that's like my training. Hmm. Logos, whatever. I don't know how we rule those. Mm, it's more just like a descriptor. Okay. Uh, then I got nothing. Okay, roll just for roll it. Just roll high. It's easy. Uh, eight. Eight. Okay. Um. So I mean, you're not dumb, right? So you're kind of thinking through, and it does take you a minute because. Um, there's just there's a lot going on and you don't know the situation fully so things are a little chaotic mm-hmm. um but you eventually get to the place where you're like okay it only makes sense if I'm looking at this opera hall and the performers are not out on stage yet I don't see my friends the only place that it makes sense for them to be is backstage somewhere um, and so you start to head down that same kind of route that Alex and OP went down um, with you and Olivia. And you kind of aren't quite as familiar, but you've been to the Opera House plenty of times to see shows yourself. Um, and you remember, like, there are ways to get backstage from the seating area. You kind of look around and peek behind some patrons that are still standing, mm-hmm. um, kind of blocking the door. And you're like, oh, yes, that that's the door. Um, and you follow your way up um, backstage. At this point, Alex and OP, did you guys wait for them when they I, said, hey, we're here? Or think, did you keep going? I think I would have kept going. I don't know if yeah, I would have I, even looked at my phone, to be honest. Yeah, I think we're too in a rush to yeah. be looking yeah, at our makes, phones. Okay, so yeah. while that was happening... Um, and they get, got uh, to the backstage area. Um, you guys continued on. Uh, there's this space. Uh, you've, you've got the wings, right? Um, and then there's another door to the back that leads to a hallway. Um, this hallway has four doors. Um, if you come from the wings out mm-hmm. that door to the right there's one door and it looks like it exits 
to the opera hall area, essentially another way to get backstage from wherever in the opera house. You've got a door that's pretty much right in front of you. Um, and that one says men's dressing room. Um, there is a large bay door that is, it looks like they move set pieces in and out mm. of, right? Um, and then there's a door past that to the left that you would assume is probably the women's dressing room because it's pretty symmetric. Mm -hmm. um, and then to the far left is another one of those exit doors out into the opera hall. Um, I guess I'm going to go for what looks like the women's dressing room. Okay. Get to the door, knock really loudly, and say, um, City Police Department, is everyone in here decent? I need to come in. I'm just going to shout that, I guess, at the door. Oh, um, yes, yes, officer, one moment. And you hear kind of some skittering around and stuff, and uh, she comes to the door and opens it. Be before we go further, um, did you have OP and John follow you? Yeah, I or imagine. Are, are they right behind you? Yeah, I'm like a Yeah, I imagine behind. they're like, like, we're like in the V. Okay. You know, so I'm like, I'm front and center, and then like I have OP over the shoulder, and then John over the shoulder type okay. deal. But like, perfect. Yeah, they're like right there. Okay, sounds good. Um, so she opens the door and she says, "Oh, officer, I'm so glad you're here. Um, I, I'm been worried about the, the other officer. Is he okay? And you can kind of tell she's like, does she? A little Does she smell like alcohol? She really smells like alcohol. Like she's opened the door and she's talking at you and she's kind of bobbing her head a lot. And there's just not, not that same like poised air about her that you guys mm. saw in the jazz club um, a couple nights ago. Uh, but as she says that, she kind of opens her eyes and realizes who she's talking to and sees John. And she says, oh, no, it's the killer. I see him. Oh, sorry. You look down. I thought you were going to keep going. Mm -mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, everything's under control right now. Um, I have to ask, are, are you are you drunk? Yeah, probably a little bit. Is that like, do you normally drink before you perform? Most musicians musicians do. I look it's a very normal thing, officer. I go, do you do you get this drunk before you perform? Not this drunk. Um, and you can kind of see that like her makeup is already smudged. Like Jesus, she's like, she's like drunk. She's like drunk. She's a mess. Like. Yeah. Like, she should not have even gotten ready for her yeah. performance, essentially, because, like, it's just, it's already ruined. Damn. That's crazy. Um, Martha, would you be willing to come with me, like, and, like, to exit the premises? We can get somewhere safe and talk about things. Not if he's going to be there. And she obviously is talking about John. Yeah. Well... 
we can go to a different room. How is he responding to this? Yeah, is he? Um, John is just trying his best to like kind of keep tabs on like what's happening, but he does seem really reserved, like like a little stiff. Mm. Um, and he yeah. keeps looking between you and Martha. Like as we converse, he keeps mm-hmm. he keeps keeping his gaze on exactly who's talking. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you can see, especially when Martha talks, he's trying to determine whether she is like, like what she's saying. Like he's really focused. Yeah. On, like, yeah. Um, okay. And he, he's uh, trying to like, yeah, I, I would say like, he knows that you're a, a trained police officer. So he's, Letting you handle it, but he's still like obviously concerned. Guard, yeah, yeah, he's very alert. So my power tags, he's like me. Yeah. Um. Did you say earlier that there was like like an empty room looking place? You said because I know you said there was a men and women's dressing rooms and then the bay door, Mm -hmm. and then there was other doors that kind of led back to like other parts of the opera house. Did they look relatively empty or were they like? Yeah, so they're kind of like extra hallways. Okay. On the sides, um, where OP, you would know this, they essentially are mimicking the hallways that are inside the theater mm-hmm. itself, um, so that actors can run back and forth um, without bugging the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, if you were to go out those doors, there's a pretty long hallway, and then doors at the end of that hallway that the actors come in and out of. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, we can step out if yeah, if you don't need mind, time with we'll her. Right here, if you want to step into the one of the okay. he's empty. Yeah, I'm gonna like guide John. And John along. is beside himself. Like he's he's obviously not fighting back, but he keeps looking back at you, Alex, and like just looking so worried, like shaking his head at UOP, being like, "No, like we we shouldn't leave." Like. Is kind of the vibe you're getting. Yeah. Um, is there a place I can stand where because okay, so these doors that lead to these hallways, I'm imagining like a like a door where like the top little bit is like glass so you can like see through it. Is that accurate? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there a place we can stand where they are on the other side of the door and out of earshot, but John could still see us if that's what his concern is? Um, yeah. I mean, if you stayed where you're at right now in the doorway of the dressing room, if they went out to that hallway, they would be able to still see you. Um, and the purpose of those hallways is to keep it relatively soundproof-ish. Okay. Um, so it's you're not going to get full blown privacy, um, but you would still be able to see each other. Okay. Um, Is that your plan then? Yeah. Yeah. If John's cool with that, I kind of gesture to like that closer door. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he concedes, uh, but it it seems more out of like I don't want to get in trouble than out of agreement. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but he does not. He, he does not take his eyes off of you from that moment forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. And at OP, as you lead him to where you're trying to get him to go, like you can feel the, the, the tension in his body. Like he does, he's walking, but it, 
you're essentially like dragging him. Yeah. Um. Okay. It's about at this time that I would imagine that uh, Professor Cross and Olivia would show up in that same doorway that you first went through that's across from the men's dressing room. So you would be able to see them now if you want to have any sort of like telling them to leave or if you think it's okay that they stay there. Um, The hallway itself, like you can hear people's footsteps, so it wouldn't be a surprise that they're now here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'll, from a distance, I'll wave. And then I'll, like, point to myself, like, do you need us? Um, I guess I'll look at Martha and say, um, do you mind? I know this isn't exactly the most private location. Um, but, I mean, obviously John and my, John and my colleague are out there. So if there's no issue with having it here, like, if we're just... If you want to just talk here, that's fine. No, this is, this is, this is fine. I just don't want him around. Okay. Um, and then can I, I'm, I'm just going to call my phone really quick and let, um, let some of my colleagues know that I'm here. Before we start, is that fine with you? Then she just kind of nods her head. Okay, I'm gonna text you. Guys. I'm gonna text a group chat. I'm gonna at you particularly because I saw you gesture at me and say, "Stay within earshot." And I'm also gonna text Officer Das and say, "Like, hey, I'm at the officer's house. I'm talking to Martha. She's drunk as hell." Um, I have, I have my my normal daylight partner mm-hmm. I have my other partner right did we ever talk about that or do i only have my normal daylight partner you only have your normal daylight partner um your particular office works autonomously okay um and that's why if you are a beat cop they normally pair you with like a normal okay um cop so that you can kind of have more of like more eyes and ears on the city hmm. um without like being tied down to the like extra department itself. Um, but they put a lot of trust into you guys to make sure that like you guys work together, but that you handle things on your own. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm going to at you as well, OP. Okay. And say like, I guess if, if John feels the need to burst back into the room, I wouldn't try to stop him. Okay. Um, I won't. And then I'm going to say, okay. Um, can you tell me about what happened at the washboard? I know you rushed to the hospital. Um, were you injured physically or was it for another reason? Um, sorry, I'm trying to... The... At the washboard, that man, and she points towards John, came towards me, and he had a gun, and he tried to shoot me, but I I took it from him out of his hands, and he ran away, and they took me to the hospital because I was just so scared, and my nerves were shot, 
And then uh, they let me go. And you can just kind of tell she's like... She's... Her words seem like empty, Mm. right? That like, almost like she's regurgitating a story. Yeah. Right? Like that it's not her remembering like she's not remembering these events she's like this is what i say if i get asked yes yeah um okay you found a concerning amount of bottles in your dressing room that evening is do you want to comment on that sometimes i forget to throw out my trash okay yeah sure but i mean like they were like a lot of bottles like a concerning amount of bottles. Like uh, it, it's a bar. What? It's a bar. Like, oh fuck! She got me there. <laughs> and she kind of like, like she she kind of knows that like you weren't expecting her to. Yeah. So she kind of smirks like, got him <laughs> right. Me, like, is it un? Is it unprofessional for me to ask about like the help, the mending the broken thing we found? Is that like an invasion of privacy? Because we found it in like a locked drawer. I don't think it's an invasion of privacy. I guess I, just don't yeah, I guess I'm investigating a murder right now. Yeah, and you don't have to tell her where you got that information. Oh yeah. Yes, that's true. Um, I'm so bad at interrogating. Why am I a cop? Um, just think of noir films, and you've caught your suspect. Why'd you do it? <laughs> Can you tell me more about the altercation? I'm, I struggle to understand how you were able to wrestle away a gun from your aggressor, especially when he seems to be like a pretty able-bodied individual. Was the gun still there? I don't think so. Was it? So you... We found bullet. You found the bullet um, and there was not a gun there. Um, however, there was not a gun on John, on John or near either. John when you saw him either. And, yeah. So. Okay. I forgot what I just asked. Oh yeah, the kerfuffle. Yeah, how do you do that? It must have just been the adrenaline. I was so scared. And I'm just so sick of him being around. And you see him, or see her start to get kind of angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He yeah. ruins everything. He's always there. Okay, calm down, miss. Um, just kind of red in the face. So you shot him. And then you ran away. What happened to the no, gun? No, I didn't shoot him. He shot at me. And you got the gun from him? Yes. And then? And then he ran away and I called the police. And what happened to the gun? I don't know. I went to the hospital. That's fair. I don't know if I went to the hospital. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> How long has it been since that happened? Like you. You missed God. It's been like, what, a day or two? Since... Then she went the, to the hospital and got released. That was two day. Jesus Christ. That was two day. Yeah. So this this afternoon ish. She got released. She was sent to the hospital. Okay. Around the time that you 
were discussing with the foreman, Miles, um, that was around the time that she was released. Um, and like, it would make sense to you piecing all of that together that she probably was pretty insistent with the doctors because she Mm -hmm. had a performance, right? Like that it seems like weird to you that the, that they would have just let her go after something Mm -hmm. that traumatic happened. Um, so you, you imagine she probably was just super insistent on getting to be able to perform. Because um, otherwise, there's no real reason for the rush of yeah, getting absolutely. her out as quickly as there was. You're not worried about... Do you know... Um, did you know an officer, Matt Quincy at all? Because Matt, right? Matt Quincy. Yeah. Oh, yes, it was horrible. He he was here guarding my guarding my dressing room and I came out and he just had fallen down to the ground and I saw him and she points towards John. I saw him again. And I had I called out and the other officer, the the woman, she came by and They called the ambulance, and I've just been in here getting ready ever since, trying to wait until they tell me that it's okay to go on stage. That was just recently that this happened? Yes. Doesn't make sense. John was was with us. And you see this, like, shock and kind of, like, the fuck Like this old shit? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um... I'm going to. Well, he had a he had a hoodie on. It must have been him. No, that's impossible. He was with us when this happened. I'm gonna. There must be someone else. Put some text into my phone, and show John and be like, "Hey, do you have a brother or a sibling that she might be, um, like, mistaking as you?" He shakes his head no. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking. I don't know what else to say. I'm really bad at this. Yeah, this is Um, wild. This shit makes no sense to me. I'm not getting it. Officer Das, what happened when she came in? She seemed pretty shaken up by the time I got here. She she saw the other officer and she picked him up and dragged him to to the stage area and had the ambulance come get him. But I. He's dead, so I don't know what else to do. How do you know? You would know he's not dead. Yeah, he wasn't. You would know that he was, like, very much alive. Yeah. Um, why? I'm sorry, did you say he was dead? When I got here, he was still alive and kicking um, when I saw him. What is going on? She starts to get really visibly nervous. I, I, I thought... I thought he was dead. I thought I thought he was dead, and she kind of walks backwards a little bit. As you 
see her walking backwards, you're kind of able to peer into her dressing room a little bit more, and you do notice that there are more alcohol bottles. Jesus. This place is not a bar. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Martha, I'm going to ask you to come with me back to the police station. Maybe we can get a more extensive statement there. I've given so many statements, and you can see that she's getting upset again. Um, okay, relax. I don't, I don't understand why this keeps happening. It's all his fault. And as she kind of gets more and more worked up, um, you notice that she kind of pauses for a second and breathes and she begins to sing. Oh, no. Cover your ears, cover your ears. I should have brought my headphones. (laughs) I do have my headphones, because what, what the fuck else am I going to do when I walk home from work? That makes sense. Wait, do we see? Do we see and hear everything? Um, I would say that you're getting a good bit of it. I don't think you're hearing everything, but you're getting enough that you kind of understand um, the back and forth. She's, she's drunk enough that her speech not only is it slurred and kind of hard to understand sometimes, but it's also going up and down in volume Mm. where she like can't really control how loud she is. Um, But like I said, you get a good amount of it and you do definitely hear when she's starting to sing. There's a definite change in um, almost consciousness, right? Like it's, it seems like her speaking was very like, difficult for her to get through but this singing is almost like a like a natural like suddenly very fluid yes yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. okay Um, with that I am going to have you Alex do a go toe to toe roll yay Um, and this is essentially going to be whether or not this singing affects you. Okay. Isn't that a face danger then? I don't know if it matters, the difference here. I don't know, but it's a struggle for control. Oh, see, uh, go toe-to-toe is when you use your abilities to overcome someone or something and struggle Mm. for control, whereas face danger is you use your abilities to avoid an incoming hit, endure harm, resist a malign influence, or hold it together. Yeah, I mean... I think either way would. Uh, I don't I know the difference. I don't. I don't know that it matters to be honest, because I feel like in this, for this, it you're right. Like face danger also makes sense. Let's go with face danger. Face danger, um, because. Um, while you are trying to overcome the opposition. Um, essentially, you're trying to, you're really trying to reduce or avoid an incoming status, which is her singing at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, for listeners out there, hi, how's it going? Um, so, face danger, it looks like it says you roll a 10 plus, you take no uh, status effect. Seven to nine, you take the status, but with minus one tier on a miss, you take full status. That's face danger. And then go to toe to toe. Uh, on a seven to nine, you choose one. On ten plus, you choose two, and it's you achieve your goal. Uh, give them, uh, you get them good. Hmm. Why uh, <laughs> Or you 
block, dodge, or counter their best attempts. Yeah, so go toe-to-toe -to -toe sounds like fight, fight. Yeah, normally it is. Um, my thought process is like overcoming her yeah. attack, right? That's mm. essentially what she's doing. Oh, achieve your goal or but, rest, probably, yeah. Yeah, but okay. like I, I think we're going to do face danger because of the avoidance of an incoming status is like the ultimate goal here. Okay. okay so The only power attack I can think of is alert. And I would only argue that because I, I think, like, I think I suspected enough already that her singing was like a major factor in this mm -hmm. that I think I would like, I think I would um, like have like the mental equivalent of prepared in action to when she starts, like if she starts to sing either like physically stop her or like cover my ears. I think more so physically stop her. Like in my brain, I just like shut her mouth. Mm -hmm. um, which is why I would almost argue for like go toe to toe because I also have like because like but I don't know if that's I don't know if that makes sense but uh, well I mean I, I I guess yeah I think it's up to you at that point actually because depends on how you because that's that's yeah, how I how, I how didn't voice it, it but that's how I plan like in my sense that's how it makes the most sense that I would stop it is like mm -hmm. a physical like covering of the mouth right mm -hmm. um, also because that's like I think also like would you cover her mouth or would you cover your ears i think her mouth because because <laughs> um one of my mystery identities is how to protect the most people and if other oh. people are in earshot then if covering my own ears doesn't do that okay yeah um absolutely yeah you're a hero i try my best <laughs> and so i would have alert i think which I already argued because I was already like pretty wary of that. And then I would also argue and let me know if these are too aggressive. Um but but I have um maybe not all out attack because I think that is too aggressive. But I have parry and ruthless. <laughs> um sorry. It does sound <laughs> really <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Punch her in the mouth. <laughs> I think I think let's go with well, I think this is up to you, right? Okay. So I think if you are cool with potentially hurting her to get her to stop singing, then, then you work. can do all three. If okay. your ultimate goal is to keep her from harm as well as everything else, then I think we just do alert and parry, alert and parry because parry makes sense to me. You are parrying an attack, right? Like that. Mm. It's a weird one, but like it, it is. Yeah, I'm trying to not... I'm trying to make that not happen. Yeah. I also have a weakness tag that I think applies with this, which is innocence involved. Um, okay. Actually, I don't know, man. Okay. I have to wrestle with my brain really quick because I don't. I don't. I like. I don't think she's that innocent. Like I think, like with her eyeballs, she's obviously lying or at least trying to lie. Mm -hmm. Um. So I don't know, man. Are we concerned? I guess. Innocence? I guess the people TM around would still be innocent. Um, I just don't know if that would imply in me trying to shut her up right now, right? Which I guess I'll leave to your discretion. I still don't want to be ruthless because I'm, I'm just gonna. What am I gonna do? Tackle? Bust, bust her head open? I'm I not think an animal. Innocent people involved would be more about like indirect danger. Yeah, yeah. Or just sleepers. The way I see it is like um, people who ah. 
Like, are your actions going to harm innocent people mm. unintentionally? Is there going to be collateral damage? Yeah. Not like, oh, no, this person's going to hurt these innocent people. Like, if you're given a choice from them and, like, option A, you can save the people, but they get away. And option B, you... Oh, the classic Batman Yeah, scenario. like, you... Cast a you're Joker. Gonna, there's yeah. going to be collateral damage, but you can stop them. And, like, is that going to... You mm. dealt with that dilemma. That's how I kind of interpret it, but it's not my character. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so... I think, the only, I, I think the only problem is, like, for me right now is whether or not I think she's innocent. And I, I don't think she's innocent, but I also, like, don't know for sure, you know? I don't think she's innocent. I mean, she's obviously lying. So at the very least, she's obstructing justice. Yeah. I, I don't know. At all That's accounts, from what I'm seeing, at least me. It's, it's very shady, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, she is blatantly lying. Yeah. Stumbling over her own lie. And uh, in response, has tried to sing, and we're assuming that singing kills people. True. Yeah, yeah. And also, she thinks it kills people. Yeah. Can I not have my innocence involved tags? Does that make sense to not have it there? Or do yeah. you want me to have that weakness there? No, I think that's fine. Okay. Then I have plus two. Oh, fuck. Actually, sorry. You just, <laughs> <laughs> you just made me realize that she probably tried to kill Officer Quincy. Mm -hmm. Can I use Ruthless as well? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I, this is up to you, right? Like, yeah. this is the first time that we're kind of seeing like actual quote unquote combat, even though it's not like actual. Yeah. So the, these types of roles are a little bit more choose your own adventure than it is mm. for an investigate role. Actually, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Do you see it? Right. Like, so um, go ahead. Do I have to have it. juice to burn a tag? I do. Right. Right. I believe. Think so. So. Okay. I so, believe so. Okay. Then I'm just gonna roll. Let Let me. Do you okay. want me to check? If you want, I don't. I don't mind the way. Um, burning tags. During the game, the rules may tell you to burn one or more of your power tags. This can happen when you voluntarily burn a power tag to gain a boost for an action. You miss a move, and the MC uses her move to tell you to burn a power tag. An adversary controlled by the MC uses their abilities to impair your abilities. A, PC, a fellow PC uses the change the game move against you. Um, or you unleash your mythical powers and burn out, which is the stop holding back action. Jeez. Um, That's the cool action you just named. I hope I never have to do that. <laughs> so if you voluntarily burn your tag, um, a burnt tag is temporarily unavailable. Um, and cannot be invoked or burnt again until recovered. When one or more of your tags is burnt, translate the rules into the story by explaining why it is unavailable. The circumstances under which your tag was burnt should be included in your explanation. There can be several appropriate explanations for a burnt tag, including you have lost the will to do whatever it is this tag represents or decided not to apply it. Whatever this tag represents is no longer as effective as it used to be. You can still use it, but it won't really make a difference. Your powers or abilities are temporarily shut down, inactive, or inaccessible. Your allies and contacts have done all they can for you, or they are upset with you, not answering your calls, etc., or wary of helping you. Um, you have temporarily exhausted the resources this tag requires. Um, for example, you had a gun and you ran out of ammo. Mm -hmm. um, or your gear or relic is damaged, lost, or dysfunctioning. So you essentially, what all that means is, you are good to burn a tag 
when you want to, um, but you won't get it back until you get juice mm. or you take the uh, downtime action, the long rest, essentially. And um, does burning attack, what is it? Does that just add a bonus or does that auto succeed? What exactly does it, what exactly is the benefit? Um, so when you burn a tag, um, so you can voluntarily burn a power tag to gain a dramatic boost to a move. Um, think of it as using up all of the tag's narrative power for a single dramatic action. Um, so essentially, yeah, like it's like a, a power boost essentially, okay. um, that lets you do something super duper cool. Um, but also inhibits something else for a, a temporary amount of time. I kind of think of it as like the adrenaline rush, right? Like if you have an adrenaline rush, you might have like extra pep to your step, right? But there are certain things that your body shuts down, like your processing skills, for example, usually go out the window when adrenaline hits. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a similar thing, but just based off of your powers, if that makes sense. Okay. I think I'm going to do that then. Okay, yeah. What uh, What are you going to burn? Perry, I think. The platypus? Sorry. <laughs> A platypus? Burn him at the stake. Perry the platypus! Mm -hmm. And I think how, how this happens is my, in my brain. And let me know, because I know I, have a need, I need a reason to not use the tag again. Mm -hmm. So how I imagine this works in my brain is um, she starts singing, and I'm worried about not getting there to stop her in time. So I basically, like, instinctively reach into, like, the powers that I get from my bracelet mm -hmm. to, like, I guess kind of, like, amplify or, like, boost my physical prowess to make it in time to make sure I can get there quickly and, like, cover her mouth or whatever and not be inhibited. Mm -hmm. um, but doing that in, like, that fashion... Um, puts a pretty big like physical strain on my body because I'm kind of moving faster or like like performing better than like people should, mm -hmm. um, and that hurts, buddy. So um, that that's it. I was gonna make it end like I was gonna end it a lot cooler than that, but I I'm done talking now. I'm still talking, but I'm I'm done with the expedition. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, you kind of leap into action. This is something that you don't get to do often, but it's definitely something you train for. Um, and you are able to kind of lunge at her um, and forcefully, but still still relatively For gently, mm -hmm. get her down to the ground. Um, and you are able to cover her mouth. Um, while you're doing this, she kind of is struggling. Uh, she's trying to move, trying to um, become louder and louder, um, and as you kind of notice where she's squirming, uh, you realize that she has that gun oh, shit. strapped to her leg. Sorry, strapped is such a funny word. Um, you said strapped, and I was like, oh, she got that. <laughs> you remember the, the memes of the, what the fuck was it, man? It was a drink. Twisted tea. Yeah. Twisted tea. Yeah. <laughs> I saw I saw I saw her in my brain with twisted tea strapped her like um oh shit. 
You're in earshot still. Uh, we have ran over at this point. Yeah, I would assume. And uh, at this point, too, John has left UOP. And essentially, once he realized that... That she started singing? Officer uh, Alex. Officer Alex. Low. <laughs> yep. um, low, thank you. H- had kind of walked into the dressing room. John mm-hmm. was not comfortable with him being out of eyesight. eyesight. And so he's already kind of gone into. So... The group of you essentially is at the doorway okay. watching him tackle her to the ground, um, watching her kind of resist this essentially arrest, right? Mm-hmm. Is she still trying to sing? Like, she on is. The ground? She And she is, at this point, like, you guys can still hear, um, but it's kind of like kind of guttural at this point. Like, it's she's obviously, she can't get vowels formed or anything because her mouth is being covered but she's still mm. like humming kind of mm. this yeah sick feeling song yeah. um, and you would notice OP that the overwhelming feeling of sadness that you have felt um, that you had felt over at the uh, the jazz club is also permeating in this dressing room. Okay. And is it coming from Martha? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we- Have you made it made us aware that she has a gun? I'm about to. Um, I need one of you to call the police. She has a gun on her leg. I can't let go of her mouth. Uh, should, should we call any department or... Um... Just, Professor, you call 911. Uh, very well. Mm. Peep, 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 peep. There's three digits. 911. <laughs> 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 well, I have to open the call app. And That's then... not, but it doesn't beep. Never I mind. Guess, it doesn't matter. I guess, actually, sorry. Can we go back in time a second? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, I would know that it would make more sense to call... Either Das's department or my department. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, if if some if like a normal police officer found you like pinning down this woman, covering her mouth, like that's not they're they're and gonna look really at you like, explain. how is she a threat, yeah. right? And you it's can't explain not a like, oh, look. she's magic. Magic songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, wait, she has a gun. And they'll be like, so what? Yeah. Why, why are, are you, you covering her mouth? <laughs> exactly. Is she exactly. gonna shoot? Okay. <laughs> but your department is well versed in like the wild magic that can yeah. be possessed by these different beings. So, and um, well, I guess not your department necessarily, but like but we your... worked out before that when a situation is relatively. I don't know. If, I don't think we worked this out on mic, but we worked out before you and I that when a situation is potentially pretty dangerous, mm-hmm. they typically send people from both departments. Yeah, it becomes like a task force. So if I call one, they'll probably tell the other anyway. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. Back in time. Professor, go in my back pocket. My passcode is the number one four times. There's a contact RW. Call it and let them know that... I keep forgetting my name, bro. Um, Um, That you're with Officer Loney. You said RW. God! (laughs) (laughs) Why? (laughs) What is that? There's there's a contact in my phone. R-H. 
Call it. Let it know. Officer Lowe needs backup at the opera house. Who's held a gun before? Who's dealt with a gun before? I have. Okay, Opie, will you hold her legs down? Olivia, will you get the gun from her? And I was going to say deep bullet it. <laughs> and unload it. Um, John. I look at John. You're not John. I pointed at Misty. Misty's not John. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> you are John. She is, yeah. Um, I'm going to look at him and make it very deliberate and clear and say, guard the door. And he, he does just that. Uh, he takes his job pretty seriously. And as we mentioned earlier, like he's a pretty imposing figure. So True. it does seem like he as long material. as somebody doesn't recognize him, he's good. people will probably stay away. Um, that said, he does, you know, check, check the hallway and then he'll continue to showcase his concern towards you guys every once in a while yeah. to make sure that everything's okay. Yeah, um, which works out because we know he didn't vanish or get vanished. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Is there anything in this room that we could use to like, like tie her hands or any, like anything? I ask out loud and to God. I guess I'm asking in and out of character. Like, can I roll to look and also like say that around? Because yeah, I'm still holding her, but other people can probably look more while we wait for authorities to arrive. Yeah, you guys can roll. Who wants to do uh, it? Do you all want to do it? I have my tie. Uh, I dressed up for the opera, so. <laughs> <laughs> you took so time cute. to get dressed up? Well, I just had to throw on up. a tie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, wearing. I don't think you need the role for that. I think that okay. works. You have a tie. Um, it's the opera. It's a tied event. I'm not. I'm not wearing a tie. Um, this is too. This is serious. <laughs> um, I'm being serious. I'm not. I can't let go of her mouth. Um, I can't let go of her legs. Am I able to it's, successfully get the gun off? I also have a box cutter from work. Like, if, if the strap is difficult, um, then I can Don't just cut him. Move. I'll cut you like a box. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, it, there's there's a pretty simple release mechanism. Um, okay. It's it's essentially just a button um, that you press in, and it has like it, it's like a leather um, casing, but the inside mechanism is just plastic essentially so you push the button in and okay. you're able to safely remove the and then I unload it you make sure the safety's on yeah I do then, all then the gun safety it. things thank you <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I don't know <laughs> it's okay <laughs> I just considered it for the first time is John not a rift you don't have to tell me, but I just considered that for the because he yeah. could not be he has to be because he feels oh you're right you're right you're right, oh, right. Yeah. Thank, thank you thank you thank you thank you um, cause I was like, I haven't seen him do nothing rifty except for that. He did no death. Okay, cool. Um, guns dealt with. Here's my tie. I don't know what we're using that for. Just tie your hands behind her back. I can't do it. I'm um. Does anyone know strong knots? Uh. I haven't really tried this before, so I don't know how well it's going to work. Mm -hmm. But I kind of want to make her feel safe. Like, kind of make her feel like, oh, all these people are here to help me. I should stop singing. Like, 
I don't need, there's no reason to lash out or sing. Everything calm and quiet. But I'm trying to figure out how, like, what sort of environment to show her. Oh, a beanbag chair? A beanbag chair. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that would get me. I'd be out. I'd be chilling. But me personally, I don't want to project. So I think... I don't know if it's even going to affect her since her stuff does emotional. Oh, shit. So I, I think here's, here's the way that I would like you to kind of think about it, right? Um, you can either, as Olivia, a kind, caring person, try and help calm her down. Or you can do some reverse psychology on this bitch and use... Scare tactics? Scare tactics, essentially, to try and calm her down using your intrusive thoughts, right? Because intrusive thoughts are, by nature, more like scary, anxious, bad type thoughts because they wouldn't feel intrusive if they were unwanted. happy. unwanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. I think you need to kind of choose whether you want to go more of the I, as Olivia, am mm-hmm. going to talk to her. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, let's do a convince roll with this. Um, and uh, go ahead and read me power tags that you think would apply. Well, one of my whole cards is mental illness. Um, and part of that is like I know grounding techniques. And is that one of the tags you have? Yeah, awesome. Yeah, um, that's perfect. And I pick up a little bit better on indicators of someone's mental condition. Mm-hmm. Is another tag. It just says indicators of mental condition because that was a lot to put on one line. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. I don't know if there's much that would. I think those two are great ones. Like, because like my wallflower one, like is one of the cards and the mystery identity is look normal, feel normal. (laughs) I was like, I don't know if that works either, but. But yeah, I mean, savvy and streetwise. I I think we could go with that one too, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you're savvy and streetwise like you probably know how to talk to people a little bit yeah yeah okay. I, th- I think those three are great 11 I've done Finally. it Yay. Okay, <laughs> awesome. uh, go ahead and tell me what you tell this woman as she is humming her little heart out and kind of squirming and um obviously breaking down. I'm gonna like, sounds weird, but I wanna put like one hand on one of her shoulders. I'm gonna kind of like pet her head. And just, like, but in like a rhythm, mm-hmm. try and keep it like just calm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I don't know how to describe it better than that. No, I think that's fine. Like try and keep like even movements. Um, so there's some things that she can like focus on. And then I'm just gonna tell her like, hey, like, it's pretty obvious you've been having a hard time and I'm looking at all the bottles and I was just 
wanting to let you know that we're all just here to help get you through this. So you don't have to fight us. We just, we just want to make sure everyone's okay. And then I'm just gonna hope that she chills out <laughs> or just kind of just continue to like assure her that things are going to be okay but she needs to settle down before we can help her in any other way yeah um, it, it does take a minute um, but you notice that it's slowly starting to work um, and she starts to kind of relax and you notice that she's honestly kind of getting a little bit sleepy um, to the point where you know she's not really humming anymore and she's kind of at peace for a moment Um, and as as she gets to that point um, you notice that there are tears streaming down her face um, and she just kind of lays there and cries for quite some time um, at this point, do you guys continue to restrain her or do you let her go? Um, well, like probably not let her go, let her go, but wait for backup to yeah. get here. Um, I think I'm going to tell you that we can challenge the tie. Um, and I'm still going to have like physical, like maintain physical contact with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to like, like, like. I guess I will still have a grip on her, but I'll try to, like, slowly, like, let her mouth go. Mm-hmm. But if I hear anything, I'm going to... Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to ask, did you get through to anyone when you called that? Uh, yes. Uh, I informed them of uh, of our location and uh, of, of your name, of course. Um, mm-hmm. They did ask uh, the nature of... Of it, and I said singing. I don't know if that was exactly the, the sure right protocol, but uh, um, cool. Julio, do you? Are you? Are you? I kind of look at Martha. I go, Are you gonna calm down for a bit? You can get some help. Um, and she just kind of nods her head, but she's she's still out of it, falling. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's at about this time uh, you have backup finally um, getting to the space. Um, they're coming in from the various exit doors. Um, uh, you've got about four officers that have all come in at once to be part of that task team um, or task force, excuse me. Um, that we talked about earlier. Mm. Uh, and um, they get to about the doorway um, where John is, and he looks at you um, <laughs> to make sure that these guys are okay to enter. Um, um, can we can we go back in time, like like 60 seconds? Sure, yeah. Um, I do want to say to the group, like I guess right after you would have, I heard that you made the call successfully. I do want to have said to the group, like, like after she comes out, after you made the call, that... Um, a lot of cops are going to pull up and start asking a lot of questions. Um, I don't know if you want to sit here and answer all the questions. I'm not telling you not to, but if you want to skedaddle, like now would be the time to do so. Unless you want to make official police reports. 
No, I think I, I think I want to get out of here. I, I think it's probably best for if I stay here with her right now. Okay. Just in case. I'll, I'll be sitting here as well. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna like dip into like the darkness of the backstage area and not like trying to run away entirely, but I also don't want to be. You just want to blend in, in with the, the people. middle of everything. Yeah. Already uh, there. Second thought, uh, I should probably get going as well. Uh, ever, ever since like saying that he'll stay here, he just starts kind of like shaking a little bit. Oh. Nope, nope. I, mm. I think I'm fine. Um, John, John. Uh, uh, let's see if I still remember it. Um, I, I'm trying to do sign language from mm-hmm. like years ago when I had like one kid who was deaf and knew sign language, and oh, I like yeah. learned some of it. Mm-hmm. I like your Christmas uh, arms. Don't know. Um, and he he kind of smiles and like he 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 says thank you, uh, and um, he he lets you step aside. Um, and John kind of looks at looks at you, Alex, and is like sh- like should I stay here? Essentially, right? Like. You can kind of tell he's like, is this still where you need me? Like, these people are leaving. What's going on? Um, I guess. I'm sorry my stomach's making so much noise. My stomach's making a lot of noise. <laughs> it <laughs> was the bonchon. Bonchon really got to us. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I don't. Like, he's like, he is a suspect in this. He is. In this thing. He is. He is. Yeah. Um, it's probably best. For him to just come with me to the station, and I can vouch for him. Yeah, I about think so. like yeah, especially since since I caught her. Literally, and, you were literally with him. When yeah, I caught her in a lie, and I can be like, "Hey, this is John." But I don't know, man. He might still get slapped, like legally slapped on the wrist because he's still broken entered into that apartment. Um, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he broken yeah, into I that think, apartment. He. Uh, I think he that broke would into be the, up to the people involved to decide whether they want to press charges, though. Yeah, I guess all and then the apartment said he, he didn't, right? That they weren't gonna press charges? Or did they just not find him? They, they just wanted to grieve in peace. They yeah. didn't they want made to their press statements charges. and they wanted to be done with it. Yeah. And I guess since this is like not the city police department, it's like the relic hunters and the limos. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> we're not exactly beholden to the same things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I think she's like calm enough now. Fuck, man. I don't know if he should stay or if he should go. You know? Hmm. I think. What time? Is it like. It's like evening still, right? It's pretty late. It is. Yeah. Um, you would know that the opera itself was supposed to start at 8 30. Um. It's very delayed at this point, and patrons have started leaving because they're sick of waiting. So it's about like nine ish. I think I can vouch for him still because he's like rift, like aside from like me, even if I suspect him a little bit, he's done nothing really like showingly rifty. And I can just take him to the station and explain why he's innocent and that he was kind of being used as like a scapegoat for this woman, like, like she was using him as a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then I guess I can try to like play defense on like the actual city police department side too. I'm gonna have him stay with me, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he he just kind of nods his head. Um, you can tell he's a little nervous about mm. it, but um, he trusts you. Okay. So, um, Cleo And as as you kind of have this exchange with him of like, like please stay here. He's kind of you know nods understandingly, and um, he looks over at Martha, and his eyes soften, and you can just see just a lot of pity for her. Um, and a little bit of concern. And uh, then he he goes back to guarding the door. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's at this time that your backup comes in um, and John lets them through. Mm -hmm. um, And they start going about the whole process of arresting her, talking to you, talking to Olivia, um, having John um, kind of stay near you so that you can help him communicate a little mm-hmm. bit better. Um, you were able to kind of look around the dressing room and you've noticed that, first of all, her mirror is shattered a little bit. Um, and it looks like one of the bottles at one point was thrown at it. Um, and that that's obviously... Um, shattered all over Mm. Um, but on her dressing table in this particular dressing room it's obviously not her dressing room but um there's like some pencils and some like notepad type things and you're able to grab that and give that to john so that he can kind of communicate a little bit better Mm -hmm. um which is a lot more um efficient than trying to go back and forth yeah um you notice that he's not very, um, what's the word? Literate. Like he's, he, just like when he texted with you. It takes a second um, for him It to... takes a second and world, words are often misspelled. Mm-hmm. Um, but he gets the point across as, as people are asking him questions. Um, while this portion is wrapping up, is there anything that you would like to do before we wrap up this case um I guess I just want to make it I don't know if I recognize any of the backup that pulled up mm-hmm. um but I and I, I guess I like would continue to do this as like the proceedings went on but I, I do want to make sure everyone knows that like hey these two people with me like like this guy in particular and I point to John like I know he was like a suspect in this case he's totally innocent of all the accusations like he's been kind of a victim of this in his own right um and i because they know like magic and shit right so Mm -hmm. i was like i I think like the main reason like he was so involved is because when her singing would take its effect he would be the only one uninfected because she's deaf right Mm -hmm. so um like just i like i just want to make sure everybody knows like i know he was a suspect he's not a criminal do not treat him that way and then um and then I'm going to make sure that they you know Olivia is just someone who was here, um, who just happened to be in the wrong place in the wrong time. Help me get the situation under control, like an outstanding citizen. Um, but other than that, has no involvement in this case. Okay. Yeah. And th- you have been working with the department long enough that, you know, 
you're, it's it's small enough as well that everybody kind of knows you. You kind of know them. Mm-hmm. You might not be close with everybody, but they. Oh, you you've seen least, them around. Yeah, exactly. And so they're also very aware of your um, prowess, I guess. And um, there's there's not really too much questioning going on as you talk to them, and they say, "Oh, okay, interesting." And they they kind of ask John, like, "Well, why was it that you were always?" Mm. at these crime scenes like you if you can't hear why were you going to a singer's performances right um and it takes a while but he eventually is able to write a statement where he explains that um he's he was able to sense the oncoming of death and he had a premonition about Martha's future and essentially saw her creating all of these crimes um, when that flyer hit his face hmm. um, he he looked at the flyer and that was when his powers essentially came into full force um, and obviously he's not articulating this like that this well I feel like you guys deserve to kind of know mm-hmm. um ghost of christmas future ding 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 oh my there god that's go. and so christmas. he saw I get it now he saw her future and he was trying to warn her and trying to stop her so every time that he would be at these oh. crime scenes it was him trying to get her to stop because he saw how hard she could spiral and he didn't want that for her because he's just like a gentle giant and he didn't want all of these people to die and he didn't want her to like harm herself either mm-hmm. and so he was trying to show up to these places to stop her um, but it was always like him being used as a scapegoat like you guys deduced because um, he would show up and then he was the easy one to blame mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Unfortunately, because of these visions, he kind of always knew where she was going to attack. So, for example, like in the Bancroft house, like he knew that she would be there. And that's why he was there, too. Hmm. Um, Dang. Okay. Yeah. And um, you do find out through, again... This, this is a lengthy thing, but you do eventually find out, too, that when he went to go confront her in her own dressing room, um, that was a way of him trying to stop her prior to any sort of additional crime happening. Because mm. a lot of the time, oh. he realized that he was doing it right before a death. And so he was like, okay, well, what if I do it kind of out of the blue when there isn't somebody to be killed? Um and she didn't realize that he was deaf. And so she tried to sing to him. Saw that didn't work. Saw that it didn't work. Tried pulled to the shoot gun him. on him. Pretended like he had the gun. And he ran away, obviously, after getting grazed. Oh, yeah. Damn. Um, and so he was hiding out from you guys, but realized that, like, you were just trying to help because he always sees the best in people, even though like his life hasn't been great. Um, Damn, what a real one. And, He's got a hard life. Um, yeah, 
That's is that why he wasn't surprised to see us when we pulled up? Or was that yeah? Just well, his... he he noticed you guys pull up, um, mm. and thought about making a run for it, but noticed that you guys weren't coming in like packing heat and mm-hmm. like trying to like find him, you know? Yeah. So he, get his ass. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of felt it out because he still wanted to help Martha, right? Like that was his ultimate goal. Um, And so he realized that there could be an opportunity if he worked with you guys to like help her, Um, even though it was scary for him because he knows he can't communicate. (laughs) So what a brave guy. Yeah. Glad I went with the comforting approach. I am too. I was interested to see like how that was going to (laughs) go. The only way that I thought that I could do it with the intrusive thoughts is to make her believe that if she kept on singing, she was going to lose her voice forever. Damn. Your power is scary as hell, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I was interested to see what you came up with, like, either way. But I think... It's just was... like, she does not need more fear right now, bro. She clearly has a lot of it already. Yeah. I still can't. Plus, I don't want those nightmares. Valid. Yeah. I still can't pin... So Martha is just a mean person or is she just like alcoholic I think she's just hurt like it's hard because she like it seems she seems malicious like she seems to be like oh like it's one one thing to be like oh I should sing because it's like because before I was like oh maybe she doesn't know she's doing it with the singing but then she pulls a gun on John so it's like okay and then she made up all these stories that she and she tried to kill officer Quincy probably because he was suspecting the same thing um at least that's what I assume but would you like to ask her Oh, I guess I could, yeah. huh? Yeah. I don't pull a gun on her. <laughs> um, um, would you, would you like to role play it out or would you like to just tell me what the police reports found from her statement? Because we can do it either way. Um, I, I think in the moment, I would be more interested in like John and Olivia and making sure they're good. Yeah. So if she's like at the station for a while, I can talk to her there. Otherwise, I can just get a report from someone else. Okay. Yeah, I think let's let's go for... The, the report route. Okay. Um, it's Dasta's case anyway, after all. So I imagine once she calms down. Yeah, and she's actually point. pretty excited, to be honest, that like her initial hunch was correct. She's obviously upset that like... She wasn't there at the end. Yeah, and well, and that Matt was in involved in like he knows nothing about oh, yeah, because Matt's like and, my partner. Oh, no. Exactly. Yeah. Normal. So she, she's still pretty shooken up about it, but um, she sees you at work and she essentially is like, y- you kind of ask about, so what, what happened with Martha? Did you hear? And she explains that from Martha's side of the story, um, she essentially viewed it as, um, she would sing to people who were at their lowest points um, to try and help soothe them. And she realized at some point that she could soothe them into death so that they never had to feel that Mm -hmm. type of pain anymore. And so she essentially saw it as like this, like a mercy killing almost, right? That like, like I'm... So misguided. And at first she also didn't realize that she, that like people could could get hurt from this. Um, so when the entire crowd got really super emotional, um, that was kind of one of those pivotal moments of her being like, oh, 
oh, I didn't realize that this could like affect people that way. Mm -hmm. um, and then she accidentally killed Darnell Fox, thinking she was helping him. Um, and then she met Miss um, Bancroft and she realized that she was in an awful marriage and she was like, well, the only way out of this for her is to to die, obviously. And it's like, it's it's a silly spiral, right? But when you yourself are not great mentally, because um, we, we found out that she's an alcoholic, right? Mm -hmm. She continued to justify these things. And well, was it's, like, it's the little allowances that all serial killers have. It's mm -hmm. like you're oh, allowing yeah. yourself just a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. Absolutely. Um, and eventually you think you're just helping people. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so, um, all of, all of her killings, um, were her trying to help people, um, in a very morbid way, um, until she tried to, uh, well, even, even then, uh, when she tried to go after Officer Quincy, um, she noticed that he was having a really hard time um, just in in general, mainly like personal life. Like he's been working a lot and had been fighting with his girlfriend and um, she could tell that he was really sad. And so she tried to sing to him and it definitely hurt him, um, but he didn't kill him. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where she slipped up. Um, and then obviously like you had already had John with you, so... That's that's kind of where the ruse ended. That's kind of surprising to me because I I thought for Quincy his whole thing was because I assumed he was guarding outside of the door. Mm -hmm. So I assumed that she was just inside, started singing because she's warming up or whatever, mm -hmm. and because it was muffled through the door, he didn't die mm -hmm. from it. But you see, well, I so was that's people the thing don't is die at can, every performance. Exactly, she she can control just, when the song is. Like lethal. Like lethal, yeah. And she always targets people who have a lot of pain and sorrow. Um, she's never targeted anybody who didn't. So. Damn. Yeah. What is her mythos? That she's was a banshee. Ah. Oh. Son of a bitch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Kind of cool, huh? That's like, so yeah, I was like, is she a siren? Is she? Bro, yeah. I'm excited oh, to find really out cool. the next one. I know, it's so cool. <laughs> that took us so long, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to John. But <laughs> I hope that we'll have a better idea of like the next case, how to like, I think fucking do things. Yeah, yeah. I think we've gone like, especially in this like last scenario, like this last scene for this, are these closing scenes. Um, I think we've really coming into our stride. So like the future cases will be more like we will progress more quickly without it feeling rushed, right? Yeah. We know like less origin story. Yeah. yeah. And we, well, we also yeah, that we have powers. Yeah. yeah. So we can leverage that. And yeah, we'll we also don't have like, to be like, ooh, let me just go into this bathroom so I can <laughs> go I to think my also, library. Yeah. I think we also won't be like fine tooth combing as much as we kind of were early on. Cause like, it's, I, I'm a completionist, right? I'm playing a video game. Yeah. I'm going to get every trophy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I do want to ask about John. Like, what yeah. is he good? Um, So John is good. Um, He Hulk. was able to, th with thanks to your help, um, he was able to go through that whole process. Um, And unfortunately, he's still on parole, but mm -hmm. he's not in extra trouble. Cool. Um, You do find out from John, though, that 
what Miles had told you earlier is true. He literally was helping a friend get out of a bar fight and essentially got blamed for it all because Mm. he's an easy target. Mm. He's Um, just a big... Yeah, he's just a big, strong guy that can't speak. Can't really defend himself verbally. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, unfortunately, because it's on the less magical side of the law, you can't really do much about that. But Mm. um, everything else was dropped, um, and he is back to work over at the um, fabrication uh, plant. Yeah. Um, He is no longer um, kind of hiding out. Uh, Come to find out, he actually has an apartment. Um, It was his parents' apartment that he still lives in now, or I guess, like, moved into once they passed. Um, But he wasn't living there for a while because of the things that were happening with Martha, and he didn't want... um, He didn't want, like, the apartment to get searched because he knew people were after him and Mm. he just didn't want his parents stuff like getting um, messed up yeah but he's he's back to normal now as far as like living in an actual place and working regularly he seems pretty pretty happy cool um you know there's there's a weird um struggle that he has now of like trying to determine these visions that he gets and whether or not they're worth uh, doing anything about uh, because he doesn't want to get into trouble again Mm -hmm. um, like he did with Martha um, because after kind of sitting down with the police department he kind of came to the realization that like because because he is privy to the future um, he can communicate it even less because he's already got the communication um, disabilities. But then on top of that, like, how do you convey to somebody that something will happen to them? Yeah. Um, so he's kind of learning how to pick his battles. Mm. Um, you should just start working with the police and preventing future crimes. He could have a spinoff series. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's he's doing John. doing okay. <laughs> That's the series, and he's pretty happy too um, that that Martha is all right. Yeah. Um, what happened to her? She's um, right now. She's in like a rehabilitation program um, with your police department. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, she's like under lock and key. Um, to make sure that she's like not harmful further, mm-hmm. um, but they've got her going to um, what are they called? Like court-ordered therapy, essentially, right? To like mm-hmm. kind of assess how just how dangerous she is, and can she be let out into society if she's no longer drinking? Mm, but um, she is like a she is a killer. Like I don't yeah. think she should be. For, for sure. And it's not that she's yeah. not going to serve that jail time, okay. but like there but is, will there she is ever a rehabilitation be able to be? process. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So she, she will be serving. Um, but uh, 
Alex, you do know, and I think it's up to you whether you choose to tell the other characters this or not, but um, the newspapers say it's it, they were weird heart attacks and they're leaving it, it at that because the press side of your police department um, has kept that. So she will be serving time for the killings, but they are not announcing those killings to the entire city. Mm-hmm. Um, they mark it under tax fraud or something like that? Or? Um, for <laughs> for her kind of... Not the middle um, yeah, they they it, it was no surprise to anybody that she was an alcoholic. So they kind of just touted it as she's going to rehab, and mm-hmm. they they were like, "Oh, that what a shame, darn." Poor this Sammy. washed up jazz singer. We're sure gonna miss miss her, right? Like, <laughs> that's that's kind of the yeah. the sentiment. And yeah, I mean, I don't think I'll tell anyone. I mean, everyone involved knows what's up. I think for the most part, I think like if she gets out. Like, I'll, I'll probably make up a, a file in the back of my brain. But, like, if she keeps out, to keep an ear out for, like, random heart attacks. But, like, other than that, I don't think I'm in the business of, like, making things publicly known if I can avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that dumb? No, it's not dumb. I don't know. Is it? Oh, it's up to you. Yeah, it is up to me. No, yeah, that's what I do. That's what I don't do. <laughs> okay. Um, Any other questions you have that need to be answered or no, any these thoughts are, these before are we go on? These are not the myths that I thought that they would be. Yeah. These are so niche and yeah, fucking right? awesome. I didn't know. I like... I'm, I'm going to go to therapy now. I knew as soon as I saw her card that her voice was fucked, right? Like, it's spooky. Like, it's a spooky it's a spooky. Oh, I didn't really notice card. that it was spooky. Dude, I have look it. at it, man. That was when my eyesight red. That's a ghoul, I think, behind her. <laughs> flyer. Yeah. Um... But um, I would have. I it would have taken me a minute because I was like Christmas and death. What the fuck? Like yeah, it would have taken me a minute to get to, like like quite some time to get to go. It's the future. premonitions. That's like ah. yeah, yeah, the future. Okay. I'm really proud of you for getting. That's that, sick honestly, that you got that. When I read that, I was like, the heck. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, once you hear, it, you're like, oh, yeah. but um, no, um, does look the red. Smoke in the background does look a little evil. It looks a yeah. little fucking spooky. Really like, ominous. And, and that's why when you were like, when I, that's why I was so quick to be like, it's, it's got to be Martha, right? <laughs> I didn't have that in my brain. That image. I was just like, look, it's a blob. Because <laughs> um, I never looked at it up close. <laughs> that's fair. Um, she's singing. Matt Quincy, is he okay? Is he recovering? Yeah, he's okay. Um, how's his relationship? <laughs> It's it's doing a little bit better. Um, he got a bit of time off work, and oh, so yeah. he's been able to kind of and all the pity points. Yeah, I'm almost dying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's doing all right. It's a little scary. Like, yeah. why is this lady singing at me? Um, <laughs> then I'm on can't the ground. Listen to the radio anymore. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah. Not that I listen to the it's radio. Okay. But. No, he's he's a sleeper enough. Yeah, that I'm sure he'll be fine. He has equated it to an early onset of like a he thinks heart it's unrelated. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he's, he's been like better now. Overworked, you know. Yeah. You said he was yeah, at work a lot. He just got really burnt out, yeah. and his body was like, stop. Yep. 
Well, speaking of burnt out, Damn, that I would be easy to play like, it off as that, yeah. Can I end this case with downtime? Absolutely. Cool. Oh, just that's that's, that's it? it? No, I think I, <laughs> sorry, I said cool and I started thinking about what I wanted to do. I think um I think I'm just gonna take Soul for a walk. Maybe it's like the neighborhood park. Fuck around and like play fetch or whatever. Soul a cat or a dog? He's a dog. I thought it was a cat. Mm -mm. So I was confused. That'd be sick if he was and I did that though. Um, <laughs> it's just really no, I think that's that all. Relax. Like, um, I think I'll, I'll, uh, I think what I do is like after a case that I like, like that kind of comes to a close, I like the, the next time I go home, I like, he like gets all excited to see me like dogs and I'm like, bro, you won't believe what happened. And I start telling him all about like the library of Alexander, the cat, the guy, the musician that sees ghosts, the super scary bartender. <laughs> and then I'm like, yep, yeah, yapping, bro. I keep talking about like this chick who was a banshee that tried to kill me. Um, that tried to kill Officer Quincy. I talk about that. That's how she had a wild like breakdown, but I didn't make fun of her because that was like her first serious case. And I didn't want to give her crap yet. And then um yeah, I'm just yeah, be yapping, right? And then he's like listening intently because that's my boy, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then um, and I go, and now I'm here. And then I grab like his leash and like the wall and stuff. I'm like, all right, let's go to the park. And then we start walking to the park. And I think that's how I start my downtime. Yeah. <clears throat> I would like to point out that um, it is Sunday, so you are able to enjoy your Sunday nice. with your dog. And kind of try and mellow out as mm -hmm. much as you can in one day. Yeah. Does anybody else have anything they want to do? So if it's Sunday, um, it's the weekend, I probably have a gig at least one of the days on the weekend. So yeah. um, I'm prepping for the gig and I find this new, like, sad kind of soulful rift. And I was like, I think I'm going to call this song the banshee and um that is my downtime nice anybody else um yeah so i think in all the commotion that had happened with uh with martha uh after ending the call and then like looking back at the phone that i now have i make a mental note of the phone number there and then i start researching about what the fuck the relic hunters or relic warriors, whatever it is. I do want to make, uh, make it. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. I'm also super fucking with my mic. Never mind. Okay. Uh, and I'm just going to start kind of like looking into all of that. It's not necessarily that I think they're maybe like. You know what? No, I think it's an underlying fear. And, like, uh, the reason why I didn't end up staying is that they might take the Library of Alexandria away. Mm -hmm. And it has already fallen once. It can't fall again. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, a lot of researching both in and out of the Great Library on those relic hunters. Relic warriors. Relic wardens. This hunters. This hunters. <laughs> Wardens is kind of sick, though, but it's Hunters. It might be the other department, though. It might be the Wardens. But they're their own thing. Oh, okay. Okay. Olivia, do you want to do anything? Or, I mean, you don't have to. Um, but. I'm probably just going to head home and 
scavenge in the pantry to see if there's anything. Because usually I come home with something from the kitchen at the bar. But <laughs> I left early. So. How are you feeling after the events of tonight? Um, Slash last just, night. Because it's now the morning. Yeah. I'm just kind of exhausted. Like... More tired than I would be if I had just gone, like, stayed at work. <laughs> but I'm, like, <sighs> glad that I went, that I didn't make things worse. Because, like, she's had experiences with kind of needing someone to just reach out and offer kindness. And then I just make, made her f feel more crazy. Um, but I'm gonna text my brother at like five in the morning and just say I I made an appointment, and br it'll bring me a little bit of joy to know that he doesn't get up until eight usually, but he keeps his volume on, so it's gonna wake him up. <laughs> uh, he he rolls over and thumbs up your message uh, reads it is pretty sure he understands it and like rolls back yeah. and goes to bed uh, but when he does wake up he he actually replies back and says proud of you I'm gonna thumbs it thumbs up <laughs> and that ends our first case alright okay I have comments about the system thus far okay I have one uh, quick question What's I that? get my burnt power back since I'm chilling, right? Yeah. Sick. Yeah, so these... Okay, the whole player uh, player moves burns. thing mm -hmm. is a hard concept for me initially, I'll be honest. Because I feel like it's trying to fit you into one of these specific things, but it does, it's, it's just... It's, it's weird, right? So like investigate, for instance, you just seek out answers uh, to burning questions. And I mean, I guess that's like very vague, but your investigation exposes you to danger, clues you get are fuzzy or incomplete. Uh, whoever or whatever you're asking the questions can ask you one question as well. You answer the same on the same terms. And it's, it just feels a little bit strange, right? Because the way that we normally play, it's like role playing and we normally go with like the whole, what does your character do? This mm -hmm. is what your character does. Okay, that relates to this kind of a uh, a thing, this kind of a, a move. Whereas with City of Mist, it feels like it's a little bit more beneficial to work the other way around. Because of change the game, you get juice that then can help you out uh, with like story tags and things like that. Or um, what are some other ones? I mean, sneak around. Everything has stealth. Uh, yeah, but, like, I think these are uh, a good like framework though if you don't know what yeah i agree they're more like guiding like lights so it's like like hey this is what it might be yeah i don't agree with that though because okay. it has an actual in-game mechanic called juice mm -hmm. okay and that juice is what you use to do various other things and also there's things in here about gaining attention on your powers or uh fades and cracks in mm -hmm. your powers and it at least initially, I mean, God, uh, you might tell me otherwise, but it seems like by kind of like 
putting your moves to fit into one of, uh, like putting your actions to fit into one of these player moves is how you quote unquote improve your character or uh, diminish your character or get juice or. I don't understand because juice, to my understanding, just happens if you roll high enough. Uh, according to this, no, you have to do the. What is it it's called? for the change the game, change action. The game action. Or um, prepare for your next activity can give you three juice. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's like under montage. Yeah, it's like you. Uh, I still think you can make these decisions like like preemptively, right? Yeah, I don't think that's what I'm saying. Is normally how we play, we do the thing and then we backtrack as to what that thing. I, I falls into whereas that's with this kind of to, how I I think it's do it anyway. I, I see it the same, right? Because if like it's like for me, like changes the game is almost like preemptively like like preparing a spell, right? Like I know I want to do this thing. I know it's gonna take juice, so I'm gonna attempt to prepare a spell. I'm gonna attempt to change the game, and if I can't not do that, then I will like like if I fail the roll, like I could in D and D for example, right? Then I'll pivot and try something else. But I think I think I like I kind of agree with what Joseph was saying, where like it helps the GM say like if you roll something and fail, like I have these tools that I can work with, um, especially like like when it comes to dealing with other people, right? Like if you're trying to interrogate someone, but you roll a little low, they can be like, okay, I'll answer your questions, but for every one question of yours, you have to answer one of mine, right? Um, and yeah. obviously, you don't have to do that. But no, like, I I like those things. It's mm-hmm. just it's a different way of thinking because when we normally look at uh, role playing, um. We don't try and plan our moves ahead of time. We just fucking role play and yeah, go and we off d- of that. And we don't try and like keep track of juice, for example, mm-hmm. and like that sort of thing. Or tension, okay. fade, and crack. So we're kind of treating e- social dialogue then as a combat with preparing a spell. Is I guess what it. I, I is guess, but to I, sound I like. don't think we've done that at all. Like, I, I don't have not done that. However, okay. the game looks like it does. I. Uh, I hear you. I still, I personally, I, I disagree, I disagree with that sentiment, right? Because yeah. I don't, I just don't feel that way, um, and maybe my brain is just wired differently. But I, yeah, I just don't see that because the fading cracks just sound like morality, right? Like if you're saying I'm lawful good, but you don't do lawful good things, you're not lawful good, right? Like so, for one of my my mysteries, right, is protect the most people. Like how can I protect the most people? But if every time I'm in a dangerous situation. I don't give a shit about protecting the most people. That is going to crack. And I don't have to preemptively think that, right? Like, oh, I guess I can think it in the sense that I know that it's my mystery. Just like in D&D, I know I'm lawful good. But um, I don't think it goes much beyond that, right? Which which is, I think, pretty normal. Because well, it's just I mean, like... Stop holding back. It has a lot about fading and cracking if you use your powers. Um, so there's that there. But also, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, attention... Is how you or, or fade and crack is how level you like improve your character down. or level up or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like you do kind of have to put mechanical. You have to think mechanically almost when you are role playing, so that then you can try and see about doing your attention to. Yeah, we should probably be, be checking these. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I definitely think there are things to be aware of, but we've seen things like that in like Lady Blackbird or like. Um, fuck, uh, Blades in the Dark, right? Where if you hit certain wickets while you do things, you get XP for that. But even in those games, we didn't like go out of our way to do these things. We just kind of played our characters because we, I think, and then if we, and then we reflect, right? And we're like, oh yeah, we did these, do these things. Womp, womp, womp. Or with, um, um, what's it called? 
late in the dark, there was like certain things that like you'd get. If you do this, benefit. you get yeah, extra. Yeah, if you did this. Yeah. And then I wouldn't like actively. I wouldn't go into situations thinking I have to do this. But at the end of a case, I would be like, oh, I did this. Let me add. Yeah, it'd be like, you yeah. kind of fit. You'd make these things like fit a situation that mm-hmm. already happened. Instead of trying to make the, right. trying to create a situation from these. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're worried about? I'm like, not, I'm not worried. I'm making a comment about mm-hmm. the fact that you have to treat RP as mechanical a little bit more. Yeah, I think yeah, we do maybe. need to be checking yeah. these. Because we definitely should be paying. I think we should check them. Definitely. So, something yeah. like Lady Blackbird or like Blades in the Dark, right? They have a simplified enough level up system that you don't have to keep track of much. Hey, during this heist, did you have a desperate action? You did? Fantastic. You get an XP. Whereas this, it's like, okay, hey, so for your Enclave ability, did you gain do any of these kinds of moves focused on that? That then means that you increase your attention or increase your fader crack level. Uh, because that will only apply to my Enclave Library of Alexandria ability. It won't apply to my divination training or routine mm. kinds of things. So it's an observation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to like give you grief. I, I just think I at least for me, like when we go through character creation, yeah. Like it, it makes sense that we do these things anyway a lot of the time. So like for me it doesn't feel mechanical, right? Like because I I like I did try to protect, like, I my character is designed to try to protect the most people, to have a bracelet. Well, that's because we're cracked role players. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but like, yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, sorry. But, like, um, but I think, but I think that's, like, the encouraging part, right? Not encouraging, but, like, I think that's what it's meant to be, is, like, you now have these, like, four key attributes that you're framing your character around, and if you're not going to use it, you will lose it, and then you can pick something else that you like. You're actually going to play with, right? Use it or lose it. Because if Ready. I like my bracelet, like one could argue Perfect. today, like like I didn't use it, right? Um, and if I continue to not use it, then why do I have it, right? And one could argue, like, well, if I'm not going to use this, I should crack it and give my character something that is actually relevant, right? Mm-hmm. So if I don't use my bracelet a lot, but I'm like, I'm like, I keep trying to, I keep getting in a hand to hand like grapples or altercations with people, I could lose that. Um, Mythos. I could lose that mythos and get a logos that is just about hand-to-hand combat, right? Yeah. Um, and I think by that way, it's like, instead of thinking of, like, I have to do these things or I'm going to lose it, I think for me, it's more like, well, if I'm not using these things, I should get something I'm going to use. And you only discover that just by role-playing naturally, right? So it's like... Yeah, but it's it's something that you have to keep in the back of your mind, uh, I guess. It's just kind of, I get, okay. Like, proceeding forward on, like, the next mm-hmm. case or whatever. Um, maybe just... I don't know. I'm yeah. going to probably reread these player moves and then just try and note them as we're going through just to see how it plays around. I don't yeah. know if I'm talking out of my ass here. No, I would say that... No, I'm like, talking out of my ass too, if you are. <laughs> that's just one of those things about well, City but, of Mist that is... Um, it, it just it makes the game not necessarily like intuitive. Mm-hmm. Like I would not say so far. I would not say that this is a game for like brand new role players mm-hmm. um, yeah. unless they're starting at a really strong table and like they are the one new person. Um, if you're like a whole group of newer players, I don't think that this is as intuitive as a lot of other RPGs that we've played um, because there are such like nuanced 
rules specifically for the players um, and honestly for the GM as well, or the MC as well. Like, it's seemingly simple when you first read it, but then there's a lot more depth to it. It's um, it's definitely thrown me for a loop because I thought I had a pretty good grasp on things and then we started playing and I was like, actually, I know nothing. Hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that's definitely something for us to explore a little bit more in the coming cases and see. Oh, yeah, I do want to like mention we are still playing this game more. Yeah, it sounds like we're ending. Yeah, it does like, sound like we're ending. You were like, well, my comments on this game that we finished. That is that is a good call out though because I do want to yeah. pay more attention to that going forward. I do also want to say I love that and and I've discovered I like that in TTRPGs when there is a like hey do this fucking thing or don't and track it. Yep. Um, that way you can get like like in Lady Blackbird it was like powers and stuff, mm-hmm. but in this game it's obviously like the the attention are fading crack. Um, I just like that mechanically because it like it, I guess it helps me stay aware of what I'm not what I am and aren't paying attention to. Yeah, and I want my character to like use the cool shit he has. So if I'm not using it, I I, I want to lose it and get something else. If I'm not gonna yeah. fucking use it, right? Yeah, definitely. because then it, then it becomes like one of those feats that you use every once in a while mm-hmm. in like, very niche situations. Yeah. Sometimes situations that you're like, I think I could make this mm-hmm. work. <laughs> yeah. The cool thing about fade and crack uh, is like the. Uh, just the stop holding back thing mm-hmm. because basically you say, Hey, I'm going to use my thing uh, really <sighs> strong uh, in a weird way. Um, like I'm going to have my bracelet, uh, I don't know, stab a God. Um, mm-hmm. So then you roll and choose like, are you, do- is this a significant thing? Is it a no return thing? Or is it like a fucking ultimate? You just did your X-ray move in fucking mortal Kombat <laughs> or whatever the hell. <laughs> You roll, and then it's, I mean, dependent on the scale of how powerful this thing is, you fade or crack. I think crack is the more appropriate word there because you just overuse the power. Mm. Um, The other ones get fucking weird, like ultimate, uh, you just die. That can happen, yeah. (laughs) You can die. Oh, cool. Yeah, this isn't C&C. Cottages, Cottages and, and servers. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, this isn't what? I was searching my yeah, rant. Was, I'm so sorry for that rant. No, dude. No. Pop did. off, King. Yeah, heck them. This is our podcast. We'll We're rant if we want to. We're out during credits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we are. Half of them already stopped listening. <laughs> I know we're not doing any of the things that it yeah, says. Yeah, you know how I was like, oh, this doesn't have to be two episodes. It's probably two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the end of the second episode. Okay. There was no end to the first episode. Well, I guess there was. Episode. Yeah, it's some episode. It's, there's a number of them for Eight. sure. Eight. Yeah. Five. Eight. But anyway, I was it, honestly like, Eight. I'm really proud of you guys for figuring things out eventually. I didn't. What? No, you did. Are you kidding me? You were the first person to figure it out. Aha, you guys all suck. <laughs> True. <laughs> what did I figure out first? You were the one that was like, wait, what if? He's been trying to oh, stop yeah, yeah, her. Oh, yeah, I did figure it out. Yeah. And she's been the one doing it all along. <laughs> I, I said that like, part first, and I'm going to die on that hill. We work together on this. Yeah, Gemini, Team Gemini, baby. <laughs> Those two aren't. Yeah, they're, they're losers. You you did say at the beginning that you thought Martha was involved, yeah. but you didn't 
ever specify that you didn't think John had something to do with it. That's right. Stevie was definitely the first person to have like really fully tied it together. Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I'm so proud. Uh, yeah, After so many dumb thought, guesses, I'm sure. My original thought was like, okay, so Martha is uh, accident doesn't know she's a rift and is accidentally summoning uh, death. Summoning death. That's what I was yeah. thinking mm-hmm. too. I was yeah. thinking that. And then I was like, oh, he looked at that poster and felt sad. They have a prior relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And there's like, it, it's almost like a cat and mouse kind of a game between the two of them. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, that's not it either. What the fuck's going on? And then we were like, oh, he's the ghost of Christmas. Few. Dude, yeah. what I like, I would never get that, bro. <laughs> it's fucking wild. <laughs> like, because the only thing I'm thinking is like any of those, uh, like Christmas Carol movies. Like, yeah. Christmas Future is the one where it's like, hey, you're dead and you're no going to die. Yep. Hence, the cartoony, yeah. cr- it's it's all it's sick. It's it's cool because like I, when you know it, you're like, yeah, clearly, yeah. Why else would he have? It's Christmas definitely. And death? It's definitely not something I would have been able to come up with on my own. Like, thank heavens we have a module because like I'm not that creative. Like I would not have been like, you know what would be cool to pull together, the ghost of Christmas future. Obviously, right? Like, no, there's no way. <laughs> and a banshee, of course. Um, they go hand in hand. I, yeah, I was trying like, to think, like, oh, the Pied Piper doesn't do any of this shit. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would like to point out, though, that, like, I, I think I think as players, it's really cool for you guys to know what people's rifts are based off of. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, character-wise, that's not a thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't yeah. know... We don't go, you're the, yeah. the You don't mechanics. go, oh, oh, yeah. P, you're Orpheus, obviously, <laughs> right? Like, it's, it's, uh, and same thing with, like, these, there's, there's something, there's, like, it's kind of like this, like, weird thing of, like, a, like, a, a banshee is a category of rift, right? So, like, you could, like, if you've, if Alex had come into contact with other banshees, he'd be like, oh, yes, a banshee, right? But, like. He's not going to be like, oh, ghost of Christmas past. It's nice to meet you, right? It's it's yeah. like you're aware of those powers that they possess, but you're not necessarily aware of like the, the encompassing mythos behind yeah. it. Yeah. Unless it's like a magical creature type thing almost, if that makes sense. And like, okay. to be honest, the the it's loose. Yes. It's whatever I choose mm. is really what happens. So um, I do think, though, like, as a player, I would want to know. Yeah, it's fun to know. Please don't when, stop telling us. When, when Damien figured it out, I was like, how in the world? Because what <laughs> I, like, at reading it, when it finally announced, like, what he was in my script of, like, here's how the module goes, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I see it, that's, but, like, what? That's wild. <laughs> So I was proud of you for even coming up with it. Because I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. For sure. That was fun. That was really fun. Yeah. I'm ready for the fucking next yeah. case, though. We yeah. still have to figure out the mending the, the broken. Uh, yeah, I still want to know if they, like, if, I'm because I'm one, like, okay, what if it was just, like, what if they are just therapists over there? Right, and somebody was just and concerned because she like, drinks. You were like conspiracy thing. I'm, I'm like, still on that. I'm okay, yeah, <laughs> we'll find over. out next time yeah. because I'm going to therapy now. <laughs> yeah, good point. They're You're going to therapy on Tuesday. You. <laughs> yeah, if you come back weird, we'll know. Will you? No. <laughs> no, I feel perfectly fine. In fact, I think you should have a visit too. <laughs> oh, I'm and then never I'll just going make you feel therapy. like. Although she did try to like. 
send you to therapy when she yeah, when she, you were she telling her that she's she... nuts. Yeah. Oh yeah. I see dead hey. people. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you do, man. I Where, where's know the card that... for Olivia so we can just put it up on the board? <laughs> it was I didn't know that other people experienced these things. I thought I was just like insane. <laughs> a little bit, but Partly like old. then not me. Yeah. And then he brought us to the fucking library and I was like, okay. <laughs> And then he had the bracelet thing. And I've never, like, known whether it's a coincidence or not. Yeah. Whether the person, maybe, like, I thought I might just be more intuitive on what people are feeling and mm. doing. But then I, like, was like, hello. And I was like, oh, my God. Because the world will crumble. And I there mean, it was, we're... crumbling. And now we're all besties. Yeah. <laughs> power of friendship is the strongest power all along. I don't know, man. High five. I am My power is pretty sick. All right, know. deuces. Yeah, get out of here, Breakfast you fucking freak club. Goodbye. High five. You, you smell bad. I am so <laughs> tired. It's so late. I'm so sleepy. And I'll say RH and not RW because RH stands for Relic Hunter. But only I know that. I keep thinking RW for what? Relic Warriors. Relic Wolves. <laughs> I'll relic <mention>. Wranglers. <laughs> the Relic Honestly, Wranglers. They're like my department, but they all wear cowboy hats. And That's little spurs. More <laughs> a little more accurate They're like chasing after Thor and just trying to like lasso <laughs> up his hammer. Yeehaw. This Poor looks like a Dallas. job for the Relic Wranglers. Dun, 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 dun. I hate the spinoff that we're making. <laughs> Sounds like a middle school basketball <laughs> team. <laughs> <laughs> Might end up being your mascot, bro. The Relic Wranglers.